sich. Tough out there, man. You guys vibe, right? No one knows how to handle the streets better than he does. It's big business for us. Next one ain't coming out my hand. We got the guns, we got the money. This is the angle. The buyers out there just waiting for us. No matter what color we are. We all hate the cops, man. Welcome to the team. Gun sales have increased by over 100%. The pressure is on us to get a conviction in this case. They're trying to put a stop to my whole operation. Clearly, information is being leaked. You have to start watching who you're dealing with more closely. Discretion survival. For mercy's weakness. I guess someone gave Rich the heads up. Because I got no suspect, no weapon, no blood, no nothing. Now I you're bringing too much attention to yourself. It's a good thing I'm watching, bro. Without me, none of this exists. All right, uh, are we ready? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I'm making like a Dick Stucy symbol. Uh, oh, nice. Okay. I go, Gugs. Welcome to Move the Podcast. That's right, Move the Podcast. It's the second week of November, and we watched a movie. We did. It was barely a movie. Kind of. Gun. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and no, it's not based off the PlayStation 2 game. or three. Starring. Wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, legitimately, I think I watched the wrong movie. Really? <laughs> I watched uh, Blood... Streets of Blood starring 50 Cent and Val Kilmer. They're Wait, they have two, they have movies, two together? movies together? <laughs> oh, good. This will be fun. We I to guess. Review two movies. Are you serious? Are you serious? Yeah, I swear to God. They have yeah. two movies. Yeah, because two. that's why I texted I texted last night. I was like, this is a... It's because Bad Lieutenant Protocol New Orleans, this movie came out oh the same Oh my year, God, you're right. There's a second movie. Yeah, this oh, one also has Michael Bean in it. I thought that's why you picked it, because it's like yeah. Bean and uh, Kilmer again. I fucked well, the, up. Oh, congratulations, people. You're getting a, you're getting a double today. Two Val Kilmer <laughs> movies for the price of one. We're going to talk about Streets of Blood starring Val Kilmer, 50, Curtis Sent Jackson, and Sharon Stone, apparently. 50, Curtis Sent Are they cops Jackson. in the other, in the movie? You guys no, they are not no, cops not in our movie. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and then you get to, we also watched Gun, starring yeah, Val Kilmer, Gun, yeah. Curtis Fifty Jackson sent, and um, what's her name? Uh, John Larroquette. So yeah, yeah, as a racist. Dude, as, that's not the first time John Larroquette said the N word, is it? Because he felt no. real comfortable with and it. He he really like the guy, the Cumtown guys have a funny bit where they always talk about how. Like the when when a an actor shows up at like twelve years a slave and he gets to play a slave master, they like really lay into it because they get like the ass all the way in. Oh yeah, John, oh it's the the Calvin Candy thing. Yeah, yeah. John Larroquette leans into that N word. Yeah, he savors every syllable. So I guess here we go. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> This is amazing. I can't believe they've been in two movies together. Yeah, who'd have thought? I like what? Well, yeah, I just put in Val Kilmer fifty cent that came up. I was like, well, I assume this is it. This is amazing. Wow. Is in the same universe? It can't. No, no. He played a. They played. He's Sean said they played cops in the one he. Well, won. maybe they get deputized after the end of Gun. They die. Well, oh no, they don't. They they only go to jail. Uh, yeah, right. So yeah. maybe so this was 2000 so that came out the year before so they did they did they did Sean's movie and then like I like working with you we've got great on-screen chemistry let's do another movie they have no on-screen chemistry at they all have, it is Val Kilmer is asleep through this entire film I'm dying to know what this other movie was like oh I have a pretty good idea great so double review <laughs> uh, well right. the other movie I guess should I just talk about that movie since no 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 no, no saw it? That's yeah, the movie we're reviewing. No, you can go ahead and talk about it, and since <laughs> I'm sure you can add, you can add uh, 
your perspective well, in the I te- well it's funny because I texted TJ I was like this is like a movie that if uh, somebody fed an AI 10,000 hours of David Ayer films it would well, write exactly, this movie well, with exactly, the exactly, yeah, it's exactly how Gun is I thought you it wasn't like you weren't <laughs> talking about Gun the only thing I didn't understand was like your ADR comment and the accents yeah Oh god, it's so bad. Um, they play cops uh, post Katrina, and I think they're supposed to be investigating a murder, but they don't ever really do that. Are they, they investigating just end up a shooting. No, they're like shooting a bunch of criminals and DEA agents, and Michael Baines, a crooked FBI agent who's trying to clean up the city by giving the Latin Kings control of the city, and like. Val Kilmer's like nominally the hero of the movie, even though he's like a complete scumbag. It's it's hard to watch these like corrupt cop movies now, like, yeah. uh, because again he's kind of portrayed as like the hero of the movie, and he is like a complete scumbag. Uh, this is pre super fat and pre throat cancer Kilmer, so like he's kind of trying, I guess. But Fifty Cent is um not good. And for some reason, he comes across like I don't know if it, I guess you'll talk about it in your movie, but he comes across like really effeminate. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's funny too because in in our movie, uh, he had to have like uh, a really funny, awkward sex scene, but it felt very eighties, like the not gays, like right dude, it away. felt like straight out of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, it really, yeah. Oh, we get to see fifty well, it's funny cents. Ass you guys are talking about like this, like. In, unnecessary in, in, nudity in your movie, and I was like, "There's a ton of unnecessary mo- nudity in this movie." No, we just and, saw Fifty uh, Cent twice, and we yeah, saw Annalyn McCord's oh, okay. nothing at all. Yeah, we didn't see her naked whatsoever. But you got to see Fifty Cent. Oh, naked. I think, I think you would have kind of enjoyed this movie because it's like insane. Like the whole movie's uh, Dutch for some reason. So it's, <laughs> it's like a spiritual sequel to Batman Forever, or whichever one he was in that we watched. <laughs> Is it Dutch the other uh, way? I give it, so that they balance each other out? Sometimes. Sometimes in the same scene. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's like like super bonkers. And Sharon Stone plays like the, uh, what do you call it? The fucking school psychologist. School? Uh, you know, this console. Well, you know, the whatever. The person that checks them out to make sure they're not cuckoo bananas after they murder somebody. Whatever that uh. is called. The same uh, character, the same it's not good, but it's like, go ahead. Sorry. It's like not boring at all, and it's like super kinetic. So I'll give it like a four out of ten because it's not a five, but it's like super incompetent. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Ow. I'm interested to hear about this other movie. And what, it was what, called what again? Called Blood in the Streets. Streets of Blood. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to drive your car down. Yeah, your hydroplane. <laughs> So what else did you watch this week, Sean? Oh, that was it. I watched the election shit, and uh, that was about it, man. Like, I was pretty tied up in that. and just like, There was an election that happened this week? I had stuff. no idea. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Yeah, it was the Great British Bake Off. <laughs> that show bangs. But yeah, so that was... There's just I, I there's only like a couple things like I want to watch Possessor I just didn't get around to it. There's, there's oh yeah, you said you're gonna watch that coming out. That are, yeah, um, Possessor's so good. Yeah, and like you know the the you know Green Knight and Saint Maud and stuff, which is like nominally out in places, but isn't anywhere where I can get it. So no, you can't find it. not anywhere near us. Done. Yeah. yeah. So like St. Maud got released in Scotland or something? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, so a good it. version of New Mutants showed up today on the internet. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, you, know, you mean like a clear version? Yeah. <laughs> I guess <laughs> it's coming a good out. Version, like they recut it. No, I mean like a, a torrent, a decent torrent of it. I guess yeah. it's coming out digitally soon because that's usually what it usually comes. Yeah, like. it's coming out digitally. Actually, yeah, like next week I think or something. That's usually what happens. Like that stuff comes out like a week early on all the the uh, the uh, not reputable sites. Hell all right, yeah. uh, who do you pass the mic to, Sean? Uh, Alec. Thank you for not screaming my name. Oh. <laughs> Um, so much fun. Ah! Ah! <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I watched, I think, only three things. Only I three think, things? I can't, I, can't I, I feel like I might be missing something, but three things that I can think of. Um, aside from, well, I didn't really watch any election coverage. I was just watching it on, like, news sites on my phone. Yeah. And then TikTok. Did you see? TikToks of, uh, while you guys are talking about it. Flipping. Yeah. Did, did you see, uh, what's, uh, TJ, what's uh, Woke Bay? What's that guy's real name? Who? The fucking oh, Hassan. Hassan. What's his Hassan last name? Biker? Talk yeah. about Hassan. He yeah, has the same, the same viewership that CBS did during the election. <laughs> well, good for him. He's hilarious. He's pretty yeah. good. I love him. I watch him every day. He cracks me up. Yeah. Was he the one that had the reaction videos to uh, I, Fox News? Yeah, yeah. I posted. I posted his. He had a. He had a. There's a. So he has some YouTube. He has like a YouTube channel that like other people basically like clip out his his stuff from Twitch. And there's one today where it's just like him just reacting to all the the right wing copium today. It's about 20 minutes long, and I just I eat that shit up. It's so funny. All those fucking assholes were like. You know, all those people for four years are like, oh, he's still your president. Oh, he's still your president. Gotta, re- gotta respect the office. All this shit. Now it's like, it's all turned around. I love it. I can't get enough of it. I've turned into guys. Like, the schadenfreude is just running. <laughs> my it's the dude, best fucking emotion of all time. I'm rooting, dude, like, I like after he I found out what's his name, the chief of staff got COVID, I turned into Ike Clanton. I'm like, well, hope he <laughs> Is he a Jenk Unger's nephew or something? That's correct, yeah. Okay. He started out on the Young Turks and then branched out and did his own thing. And now so he's did, like so one of the Dave most Ruben? And well yeah. <laughs> and now he's one of the most successful <laughs> people on Twitch or whatever. Apparently the, on yeah. election night he made something like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars just due to the ads that he has to run. It's insane. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Uh, must, good for must him. be nice. We're, yeah. We're, yeah, we're in the wrong business. We should have been handsome. Yeah, yeah, he's a very handsome <laughs> man. If we all just start doing push-ups, can he's we also there? got good takes, though. I think he's funny, and I think he, I, I like his perspective on things. I like his reaction videos to uh, to Ben Shapiro. Those are pretty hilarious. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, also like what, like you couldn't get like it's literally the meme, right? It's the Virgin Ben Shapiro versus the Chad. The Chad, yeah, <laughs> you know. How did we get talking about Hassan? How did that? How did that come up? Because the election coverage. Uh, Alec was saying that he's watched most of it oh, on the internet. Or what like, else, so, it what else did you watch, Alec? Movie wise, I watched three things. <gasps> three things. Uh, I three watched, things. I watched the uh, the Train to Busan, the animated prequel. How, is that on Netflix? Mm, it's on something for free. It's either Netflix or Hulu. Uh, it's not that great. No, it's all right. But it's tough to capture the same like terror in an animated, uh, an animated yeah. movie than yeah, it is like a live action movie, especially something like zombies. Like it's hard to portray how horrific it is with the animation and the animation. Yeah, I'm the animation is not particularly good, and the voice acting is not particularly. Uh, see, well, it's, all gonna, it's subtitled, so it doesn't yeah. matter. But it's it's just not good. Uh, yeah, I'm trying. Th- I'm trying to think if like I've ever been frightened by like a animated movie. I guess the closest thing would be like Perfect Blue, but that was like more disturbing than yeah, like was, actually scary. I'm trying to think of the same. Like a lot of times, like a, a lot of the anime adaptations of like horror manga, which is really good, they always kind of fall flat. Yeah. They're never really. Like, they just did a whole thing. I think it's still on Netflix. But they did a whole series on, like, Junji Ito's um, manga stories that they adapted. Yeah. And it, they're, it's not good. Like, it's not scary. It, there's something lost. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a... Alex, right. It's hard to... Horror is a hard thing to do in animation. I'm not sure why. But well, because it, it's like... You're already... Because you can't identify with the animation. behind the screen, one thing. And then it's animated beyond that. Like, there's no... It's hard to put yourself in those shoes, right? Like you're too right. removed from it. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Uh, um, so that so that was not great. Yeah, and it follows uh, a girl and her boyfriend. Gross with, out. Who are like uh, they're not together through the through the whole uh, like beginning of the 
zombie apocalypse and they're trying to like find each other so they can escape. So they're like communicating the whole time and the girl's father finds the boyfriend because the girl like ran away from home. But at the end it turns out that the girl didn't run away from home. This was her the father was her her daddy, her pimp. Oh, and Jesus. he was just oh. he was just trying to find her <laughs> to bring her back to his stable during the zombie. Oh, it was like apocalypse. upgrade. Hell yeah. the apocalypse. I don't give what you don't care what time it is now, then next week. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go find you. Oh shit, it's upgrade. Right. Two thousand four hundred and seventy two listings for upgrade. upgrade. Um watched uh Trial of the Chicago Seven. Ooh, how was that? On Netflix. I really liked it. That's got Sasha Baron Cohen in it, right? Yeah, Eddie Redmayne, Mark Rylance. Who uh, plays Bobby Seal? The guy who played Doctor, or who played uh, the main character's husband on uh, Watchmen. What's his name? Oh, Doctor Manhattan. Uh, Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan. He also played Black Manta in Aquaman. Oh yeah, he did. He was that too. Yeah, Um, he's good. He, I, and I think he's he's the titular Candyman. If that Candyman remake ever comes out, yeah, if it ever comes out, he is. He's in it. I don't Uh, know if actually, I don't know if he's the Candyman. I think he might be the lead character. Um, but it, I thought it was really good. I really liked it, and uh, everybody in it's really good. Does Sasha Cohen play Abby Hoffman? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would be willing to bet if he continues this career path, he's going to win like an Oscar someday. Like he is so good, and it's easy to it's easy to just get lost in the fact that he was like Ali G and Borat. But like when he does other stuff, he can like totally lose himself in those roles too, and he's outstanding. Like he's gonna win awards someday. Yeah, I love Sasha Baron Cohen. Eddie Redmayne's in it. He's really good. Does uh, he do some weird thing with his voice, like he always? Does? <laughs> I mean, does he play his character his, his, from his from attempt to be? Uh, yeah. <coughs> he will destroy them. Discord you must understand. <laughs> Um, I want that movie. The, what's what's his name? The guy, the guy who played the uh, the genius inventor in Ready Player One. He's oh, yeah. the lawyer. He's the Mark lawyer. Rylance. Yeah, Mark Rylance. He's their lawyer. I mean, he also had a bit role in Dunkirk, but he's much better in Ready Player One. That yeah. guy won an Academy Award, bro. I still can't believe um, he was the, like the boat guy in in fucking Dunkirk. Eh. He yeah. he beat Sylvester Stallone the year Creed came out. Is that right? Yeah, for Bridge of Spies or whatever that movie's called. Oh, that movie's oh. Um, I'd rather. I'd yeah, it's a Bridge of Guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I would I recommend it. Uh, the the trial of the Chicago Seven. I thought it was. I liked it a lot. Uh, the third thing I watched that I didn't really care for was a movie that TJ talked about before that Uh-oh. he really liked. Here we go. Uh, a Serious Man. Oh, I love that movie, yeah. Nah, that it just... The Coen Brothers movie? Yeah. yeah. Huh. It's a story of Job, right? Basically, yeah. It's, it's just, I don't know. Like, Old Testament it... God, more or less. Coen Brothers are... Uh, kind of hit or miss for me. Either I love them or I just don't care for it at all with their stuff. Like, I love Fargo. I love Oh Brother. Um, I love Burn After Reading, but there's a lot of their stuff that I just don't really care for. I guess like, besides, besides, well, this, obviously, and Lady Killers, which, I mean, everybody hates. What don't you like? <laughs> Lady Killers? I mean, that movie's tremendous. We used to have a copy of that. I know. Yeah. yeah. We used to have a copy of that in the old house. I guess I like the Big Lebowski too. Oh yeah, Big Lebowski. Not, not, yeah, not as much as uh, you guys, but when I watched it a few years ago, I. Oh, that's right. You didn't watch it for a long time. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, it was. Uh... How'd you feel about True Grit? He hates westerns. True Grit was okay. What I about probably, Raising Arizona? I, I probably would have liked True Grit a, Grit a lot more if it didn't influence Jeff Bridges. Uh, <laughs> accent for the next like yeah, that, rest, is, rest that is fair. Life. Yeah, that is fair. Um, did you did you see um 
uh, Raising Arizona. I didn't remember seeing that at like when I was young. I like I haven't seen one. it in forever. I remember I distinctly remember like John Candy on a motorcycle picking up like a baby in a. Uh, uh, what uh, uh, it's actually John Matuzak that used to play the Raiders. John Candy's John, in the movie. No, John Goodman. John Goodman plays one yeah. of the like scumbag That's what I meant. guys that yeah. get out of jail. Yeah, um, but uh, Tex Cobb uh, is uh, the, the guy on the motorcycle. I don't know. What about Look Fargo? Do you got affinity for that one way or the other? He said Fargo already. Oh, pardon. I apologize. I don't look at it their pardon. filmography. I guess I haven't seen pardon. as much of their stuff as I thought I did. But I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't really care for. Oh, they did a Bridge of Spies. Speak of the Devil. They wrote it. I think. Or... Uh, your boy Ready Player One directed it. Yeah, Steven Spielberg yeah. directed it. Uh, Hudsucker Proxy. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're hit or miss. More than a. Uh... More than I thought, but I did not care for uh, a serious man. I just thought it was kind of meandering and pointless, personally. Just like the Old Testament. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Dude, that shit does go on. And the New Testament. Any Testament, really. Yeah, even the band. band. (laughs) Shout out the Testament. Yeah, you gotta practice what you preach. Um... I've never that seen is, Miller's Crossing. I should check that out. Miller's Crossing is excellent. Fantastic. It, it is not funny at all, though. So don't go in expecting to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when I went to um, go see... What's that movie I always see that I thought was supposed to be funny and turned out to be Schindler's very not funny? Huh? Schindler's List? No, the other one. The Ballad of Buster <laughs> Scruggs. That, that one, yeah. But the... Um, the one oh, with yeah. Her. You didn't like that movie because it was depressing. <laughs> Right, but what's the one? What's the other one uh, about? The, I forgot about that take. The one You're about like the, it's sad. The meat industry. I mean, that, he's oh, like, uh, the oh, Linklater fast movie. Fast food. Yeah. Fast food nation. Fast right. food nation. <laughs> yeah, that movie sucks. I mean, to not be very fair, good. to be fair, Gog's not liking that movie because it was depressing is a better reason than what he has for liking Cue the Winged Serpent. That is fair. What also, also Gog's. Um, Fast Food Nation was advertised like a comedy, so it's almost not your fault. Because I remember, I, the trip, I remember I the laughing the first that. twenty minutes, and I was like, "Nope." They average <laughs> that. The, that's one of those movies. Like, if you look at the marketing for it, it's like selling you a totally different movie than what that movie was. <laughs> it's like that yeah, movie they, I didn't like because there wasn't enough kickboxing in it. <laughs> what Prayer Before Dawn? It's yeah. about lady boys and heroin. Like, I don't get it. Like, where's the kickboxing? <laughs> Enough. Yeah, they turned. They marketed it like it was uh, the smoking. No, the thing that, with, uh, that yeah, blows me about that's exactly right. Oh, they well, thank you for smoking. Like, thank yeah. You for not, yeah, yeah, thank you for smoking. Well, the thing that blows me about the the prayer before dawn is I specifically told you because I knew this would happen. <laughs> if there's not that much kickboxing in it, you're still bad. Uh, anything else, Alex? Nope, that's it. Uh, TJ. Uh that's me. I watched one thing. I watched the Net- a Netflix original, uh, not really an original, but something they licensed, a movie called His House. It's a horror movie. Whose house? house? What's Ron's house. house. It's foreign, right? Uh, it's like, it's it's British, so it barely okay. counts as being foreign, but yeah. Uh, it's excellent. It's really good. It's about, like, it, it's a... It's the best kind of horror movie because it's got something to say. Uh, it's like political commentary a little bit. It's about refugees and uh, these this uh, refugee family, this husband and wife. They're in England and they get put in this like really shitty house. Uh, they're in a detention center, but they're like, we're gonna move you to this house. And then the house is trash. You know, the house is literally like set up as just. It's just garbage. Like the the lights don't work. It's just they they set them up to fail. Uh, they tell them like the thing that's crazy is uh, when they put them in this house. They're like you know you have to you have to make sure to keep up the house. Uh, you can't make you cannot make money anywhere else outside of the money that we give you, which is a hundred dollars a week. Like shit like that. Like it's kind of overt about how it's like well this is. This is how like refugees are treated. They're like we give them this cursory like, oh, we're gonna help you, but like really we're setting them up behind the eight ball 
it's like sharecropping, right? Like, yeah, like here's a piece of land, but you, but here's you owe us all this for this, that, and the other. If you can't pay it, then you. Yeah, and the other thing is that that's only like part of the story because the, the the real juicy parts of the story are once they get in this house, the house is basically haunted by this. Uh, I forget what they call it, but it's basically a witch, whatever like a witch is is in their culture. And I don't want to give too much away because there's like a big, there's a big reveal like towards the end that's pretty awesome that I didn't see coming. Um, but it's really good. It's it's well directed. I thought that the story was interesting. Uh, I thought all the acting was really good. Uh, I don't know either one of the two leads, um, but th- I thought they were both really good. Um, I really enjoyed it. It's like a it's a, it's a it's a very solid horror movie. I would definitely recommend. Netflix got a good one on here because I, I thought it was I thought it was in general pretty pretty solid. The ending's a little weak, but overall I'd say it's a solid movie. Eight out of ten. I'm sorry. Is one of you guys doing like sit ups or something? It sounds like heavy breathing. It's probably Sean masturbating. No, I'm pretty quiet. I don't know. It's not. Okay. It's, uh, all I hear well, is we're, we, we are a crew. You, you were talking. Heavy breathers. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised. But, uh, yeah, I love the movie. I highly recommend it. I thought it was I thought it was excellent. I was a little apprehensive about five minutes in, but it, it's really good. It's definitely something worth checking out. Netflix. It seems like Netflix, their original stuff, if once it, it, they put horror movies out. I feel like the, all their horror movies have been pretty decent. This, Apostle, The Babysitter, stuff like that. It's pretty good. I think, the, yeah. the horror, I think they got horror pretty well pretty well down. Their other, awesome. the other, their other originals, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, their horror stuff is pretty solid. Yeah, burn. Uh, Gogs. Uh, I watched one thing. One thing? I watched uh, I think I probably talked about this before on the show. I watched Wishmaster. <laughs> the Wish. <laughs> that movie. Fuck. Something else. Like that movie. Do, do you kind of love how the Wishmaster's like um, little Nicky? Like, yes, what his rent? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, it's like it, I've never. Like, like he, they took the idea of like like Freddy's reliance on irony and they like cranked it up to 11. It's like, hey, what if we have a guy whose whole motivation for killing people? What what, what do you kill him with? Do you kill him with a, a machete? Do you kill him with a do you kill him with a glove full of blades? How about we just kill him with idioms? That'll work. <laughs> like, like that like that's the whole movie. It's like you know, if you want to get in the building, you have to go through me. Would you like to see that? Yes. And then like the the, the means of granting a wish are very loose and kind of like but the rules in this movie don't make a ton of sense, but it's it's like it's weirdly fun and there's like a ton of like fun like like Nightmare on Elm Street slash Hellraiser esque like gore and shit in it. But there's some weird like surrealistic like fantasy Torments and stuff. That's like uh, Wes Craven, right? Uh, it's Wes. It, he was like a producer. He's he not, wrote it. No, he, he did not. I don't believe he wrote it. I think he gets a lot of credit for it, but he didn't write it. He just produced it. Um, it's such a weird. For those who haven't seen it, it's about uh this evil. It's a gin, I guess, a genie that was in a ruby that gets brought into America in a statue that a drunk <laughs> takes it off a boat, drops it on another dude, splits open, then in the ruby ends up at a pawn shop. Pawn shop takes it to a fancier auction house pawn shop. It gets laser analyzed, and then this monster comes out. <laughs> irony. Like, it's, like, so weird. Um, and they made four of them. I don't, um, I've only ever seen the first one. I never saw any of the other ones. It's Wishmaster, Wishmaster 2, Wishmaster 3, and then Wishmaster 4, The Prophecy Fulfilled. <laughs> what, a terrible, what a terrible title. The guy who plays the the, the djinn, the, the, the bad guy, Andrew Diboff, like, he's like super weird looking. He's a weird looking human being. He looks, he looks like kind of like a Bobo Phil Hartman, doesn't he? He looks like he some weird. Michael Ironsides, like it's—I don't know. 
and he, he's and the movie's so bizarre, but it's on Shutter, and I watched it. And if the other ones are on Shutter, I would like to watch them as well. Like it is so fucking strange, but it's it's kind of fun, and the body count is like super high, which is what I appreciate. If you're gonna be a fucking weird, stupid movie, at least like lean into it and go hard. Like that collector movie, not the collector movie, but the second one, Collector Two. Electric Boogaloo, like that one, like the body count was like insane. The um, I, I still say that the Collector is a movie that is dying to be remade because that pre- that premise is awesome. The fact I've never that seen the Collector, uh, I've the, always premise, seen the, collector too. the premise is great. Like basically, these criminals, it's like Home Alone. It God, there's so much echo. It's like if Home Alone had. Um, so let's say the Wet Bandits were trying to break into Kevin McAllister's house and Freddy Krueger was murdering the family while they walked in. <laughs> like, that's, that's the idea of The Collector. Like, they, they stumble on this, like, fucking slasher movie. It's a great idea. It's I, tried, I tried shutting off my headphones to see if the echo went away, but I can still hear it, so I don't think it's on my end. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um... I guess uh, that's it. So let's talk about uh, Gun. The movie three of us watched. The movie three, three of us watched. Uh, Alec, what happened in this movie? Gogs has done it the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not, I'm going to spoil it. Not much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this movie could have been ten minutes long. This movie's All a right. long 80 minutes. It really is. Well, oh yeah, my what God, I saw was an hour and 22 minutes. I was like, okay, at least it's short. But yeah. no, no, that, it's, <laughs> no it feels it. it feels very long. It uh, so it opens up in a club. You have uh, oh man, what was that show that used to be on Fox with uh, it was like two undercover detectives, the black guy and the Hispanic yes. guy, New York undercover, New York undercover, yeah, Malik undercover. Yoba, yeah, Malik Yoba, that was him, right? At the beginning of the movie, was that him? I, mean, I don't not. believe so. In the beginning of the movie, it's it's Hassan Johnson, the, the guy from a, a guy from The Wire. He's the guy that's throwing the firecrackers. Are you talking about the guys that get got? Yeah, maybe not. I mean, I might be wrong. Okay. I'm not going to look it up now, though. Somebody else can. If I'm going to look, look it up. up. You go ahead. Um. So there's a setup in the club. The guy throws firecrackers because he knows they sound like gunshots. So everybody runs out of the club. 50 Cent and his crew are waiting with uh, assault rifles. Yeah. And they mow everybody down in the most ridiculous, like, gun sequence I've ever seen. It literally looked like four guys standing there and they, like, CGI'd in the guns, the effects, <laughs> the background, like, everything. It looked like, uh, what, what, what's the uh, Who Killed Captain Alex guys? Yeah. Wakaliwood. Wakaliwood. It looked like, you remember the beginning of the Wakaliwood, like, their, like, intro thing where it was, like, the, the, the Wakaliwood guys in the helicopter shooting yeah. people, and then the movie started? That's what this was like. And then, <clears throat> guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, they, they make a point to show the, like, the collateral damage of the other people, but there's, like, it, it, there's no, like, scene geography like, they shoot, everybody's running out, but then there's, like, dead bodies on the other side of them. It's like, wait, what? Like, And huh? apparently they shot, according to the cops, they shot 18 people or something, like, bananas. <laughs> like, like, that opening sequence looked like something off of the WB. But it I was digress. so bad. Also, there, is, there is two different Maliks in this movie, neither of which are Yoba. That's a <laughs> Um. So... So that's the, that's it, huh? Yep, I pretty mean, much. <laughs> kind of. Uh, Fifty Cent is the new, I guess, up and coming gun runner in town, and he's trying to take out all his competition. That town being Detroit, correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The dad from uh ah fuck he's. His father on Dexter, but also that show with the bunny, the the stuffed rabbit, was like his like conscience. I can't remember the name of the show. Greg the Bunny. Yeah, that. I oh think. yeah, Greg the Bunny. He was the dad on that too. Oh you know? yeah, it's uh, it's that guy. He uh, oh, he's been in a ton of shit. I can't think of his fucking name. Remar. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh shit! From the Warriors? Yeah, correct. Yeah, I know he's on that show. Yeah, fucking the Warriors guy. Why did I? Why did I not think of that? I was thinking of Sex in the City. He played a character with a big dick in Sex in the City. Huh? Yeah, his name okay. was like Mister Big Dick or something. <laughs> Mister Big. Dick. I'm not even kidding. I think that was that was his name. And I think TJ's right. It's, it's something just like Mr. Big, because I remember it sounds like the bad guy from NARC, like the video game. Yeah. Yeah, he just, and he had it, that was the whole bit. He had like a huge wiener. James Remar <laughs> also in a show favorite, The Black Coat's Daughter. Oh, that's right. That's right. Forgot about that. Makes no sense. <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, so we have the the, the nightclub massacre. Yeah. Uh, Val Kilmer gets out of prison. Yes, he plays to a angel. <laughs> oh, yeah, God, angel goes to a a, ba- a bar looking for Fifty Cent. Finds him, beats or not beats the crap out of, punches Fifty Cent's like buddy in the throat, <laughs> and then goes and meets Fiddy and they're. Uh, it turns out they did a job together years ago, or not not together. They were against each other, and then they escaped the cops together, or something. Something like that, yeah. They and then they became fast friends. Yeah. Uh. So Val Kilmer says that he's looking. For that. <laughs> what the fuck? I got the windows open. It's hot in here. Fucking motorcycles. There's a fucking Formula One race going on outside your house. Formula. Ugh. Is the ghost of Paul Walker there? Wait, we forgot we forgot a pivotal scene though. You forgot the the, the gun dealing scene between uh fifty cent and some guy that looked like Goldberg. And the scene went on for about half an hour. Oh I thought it was Goldberg for like half a second. I was like, like this scene, Oh my god. This scene goes on for so fucking long. It's just someone like someone saw that scene in in fucking uh, Jackie Brown, and they're like, you know what? That one time when Samuel Jackson's talking about guns, let's do that for fifteen minutes. It's so fucking ridiculous, and like literally all the scene is there to establish is that he's a gun runner. But like it goes on and on and on, and they don't even make a fucking deal by the end of it. <laughs> he's just like, he also does he also says nonsense. Well, I'm sure. I, I was happy that you were watching this because we needed you as the ballistics expert on this. Like he's like, see the infrared beam, see the infrared beam. It's like it's not on the visible spectrum. <laughs> yeah, that's. I should have uh, been clued into. I was watching the wrong movie when that scene did not exist in mine. <laughs> uh, so we go. I like. I honestly don't know oh, it's how to mess. describe this movie. There's so, there's so many scenes of the ATF and James Remar arguing and like having like a dick measuring competition over like whose jurisdiction it is. Yeah. <laughs> and like yeah. there's a, there's a scene like James Remar, God bless him, he's trying, but like every other co- well except for the other guy, the guy that was in Paul or um the guy was in Pulp Fiction, the bartender from Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Him and James Remar are trying. But I swear to God, there's like right in the beginning, like right after the murder, there's a scene where another cop walks up to James Remar and goes, the club owner is ready to give his statement right now. And I was like, that can't be the best take. That they got. <laughs> like, every other cop is absurdly bad. Well, it you was know, like, like, you guys remember Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Yeah. Well, at, the, at the end of the movie, he gets a role in the movie as like a waiter. And the ADR him? And he's like, Mr. Herman, your car is ready. <laughs> Paging Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> It's like that. It's horrendous. Well, that and like all of the the like story beats is like every time, like you know how like in South Park they always make parodies of like you're a bad cop, you're 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 wild cannon, you know, like it's all that cliche. Like this is all the cliche stuff about like oh this is this isn't your jurisdiction, motherfucker. Like I'm gonna get this guy. No, you're not. You you've gotten too close to the case, Remar. Like that kind of (laughs) bullshit. Like and it's over and over and over again. Then 50 Cent has sex with his girlfriend. Uh, Gross. That, that was pretty great. And you Anna find Lynn, out. Annalyn McCord, you get to see 50 Cent's ass twice. And you find and out like, that. In and in a really like a shocking move. And the final like cut of that scene, 
is him putting her like face down and just going to town on her butt. Yeah, like, I'm, in, I'm, I'm huh. into that. Yeah. <laughs> they really, it, was, they, like, it was like a weird take. Like, like that must have been written into his contract. That he actually gets to bang Annalyn McCord because that was like they're way. Well, it was like the, it was like USA up all night level of like. Soft <laughs> also, also the, the most of the most of the music in this movie is Fifty Cent. May he made it. But that there's a the sex scene music is like hilariously bad. Like it sounds like uh, some like WCW like knockoff song. So bad. It's so bad. Oh, like the Diamond Dallas Page. Uh, yeah, Nirvana it's so song. Like spirit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, like bang you. It was like, yeah, it was literally I'm slam you. That was literally it. It was like I'm going to analyze it and then I'm going to sexualize. <laughs> Wow. You can find me in your butt. And, and at this point in the movie, to be fair, I was like, well, this is hilarious. Because I was laughing my ass off, and then it just stops. <laughs> and then it stops being fun after this. We find out that 50 Cent's girlfriend works for, like, the fucking FBI or something and supplies him with guns. No, she works, like no she works for, like, she works for, like, um, Smith & Wesson or something. She works for somebody who also supplies military hardware to the military. Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry. Like it's a, she's not like a, it's, she's not like a government person. She's like private business, and they're using Fifty Cent to grow their portfolio <laughs> by giving the guns away for free. By for no, I, I, I mean presumably, you it's know, a hell of a strategy. It's like the Ten Crack Commandments. Like he's, you know, you never get high on your own supply. Yeah, you know, he's what? What's the what's the one for live men, not for freshmen? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's strictly for veterans, yeah. Correct. Consignment. They're selling it to them yeah. on consignment. Yeah, that motherfucking credit and debt, it, that thing. Or no, I, we're getting our anyway. This has gotten so a lot of a lot of mixed phrases compared. <laughs> um. Goddamn. So then we find out right around here. We find out that Angel is actually an informant for James Remar. No, and we it, don't. No, no, no. We don't find that out until after Danny Trejo gets whacked. Oh, and God, like, Trejo's in this. And then, like, oh, after like this scene. Yeah. yeah, Danny Trejo rolls up in every car I ever drove in uh, Grand Theft Auto 4. Like, it's, <laughs> like, completely also, done up. Also, he has, like, a great, like, his scene is hilarious because, again, it's another, like, drug deal. And, like, he, like, a sees... Drug deal the, for guns, of course. Or gun deal, I'm sorry, and not drug deal. And, uh... He sees 50 cents guys. He's like, I don't know that guy. I want you to get it. Who's that guy? He's one of my guys. I trust him. And then like a couple of seconds go by. And then Danny Trey like, but I don't want to deal with that guy. It's like, what the fuck am I watching? Oh, and they're, oh my God. Yeah. And they're all like five different times. Like I made the deal with you, not yeah. him. It's over and over and over again. It's you like, we get it. Thing. We get it. It's dude. like semant- semantics during a gun trade. <laughs> yeah. Just padding out time right now. Just padding it out. Oh, and we also forgot that, that 50 Cent has some like convoluted ass. Like, uh, he's got this big ass revolver that he carries, but it's part of like a pawn shop scheme or something. No, he has several. No, but the he's one he constantly kills people with. No, that first one, because remember, he drops it on the ground, and James Remar says this is some sort of signal that he doesn't, because they recovered it at the the shootout at the club, and then he's just walking around with a Smith & Wesson 500 the rest of the time. Like, that's that's supposedly the titular gun, I guess. Like, it's an obnoxious, like, absurdly unnecessary handgun. Yeah. Well, it is necessary because you find out in his backstory that he carries a revolver around because his dad's 9mm jammed and he got killed because of it. Yeah. Um, like, this movie's weird because they're trying to make 50 Cent like a Scarface-esque anti-hero? I guess. But he's also like a vicious monster. Like he's constantly... He's, his character has no redeeming qualities. Yeah, he's constantly killing people. For like, kind of no reason. I th- he's awful. Also, by the notice that we haven't talked about Val Kilmer at all. So Val Kilmer is, is he- just in, in a bunch of scenes. He doesn't do much. Val Kilmer is. This is the definition of collecting a paycheck. Yeah. Also, like him. This, and- this is literally just like he's like, "How much you give me?" Okay. He is him on and- Percocet. 
this him and 50, time. 50 Cent are supposed to be buddies, and like they just they don't look like they have like the the worst chemistry I've ever seen. Like they don't look like they want to talk to each other in any particular scene. They don't kiss at all. <laughs> Boo! That was a yeah. Shame. I was um, expecting kissing. So Passionate kissing. I don't know. I, I don't know exactly where we are. At some point, matter. we find out that Angel is an informant for James Remar, who is trying to, who is giving him tips on things. John Larroquette is <laughs> the lady's uh, boss. Yeah, and he's and it's also porking. Yes, and then they set up a a big buy or or uh, consignment show or whatever where. 50 Cent is going to get a bunch of guns from John Larroquette. Uh, one, of, one of which is an automatic 50 caliber uh, sniper rifle. That 50 oh, Cent, that 50 quick, Cent like, is 50 Cent is hip firing this. 50 <laughs> Cent. Sean, 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 it is the gun from Robocop. Oh, really? Basically, yes. And 50 oh, Cent's, quick. like, running run around with it, like, on his hip like a shotgun, <laughs> just, like, shooting people. <laughs> while, while you mentioned racism, like, unnes- I, which I'm sure there's unnecessary, like, uh, racial quips in this, I wanted to mention this one from the movie I watched real quick that I thought we'd get to talk about, but since you guys didn't see it, I'll just mention it. Sure. Uh, they pull up on this guy who's dressed like, you know, your typical, like, Bishop Don Magic Wand type pimp. And the Hispanic cop refers to him as N-word mint patty, which is the most bizarre insult <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I mean, he says the whole thing. Oh, like of peppermint course. patty? But like... Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I want to hear that. I, I I, like... I, I'm interested to see how that rolls off the tongue. I'm going to watch the movie mm, just to hear this. I'm movie. good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> No, it doesn't. You know what? It's the one case in which not using the R really does a disservice to the slur because, like, it fits the the meter better for peppermint patty because it's not peppermint patty. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we gotta get we gotta fit it into our racist iambic <laughs> pentameter. Well, the, the the funny thing about the John Larroquette character is like I think they're trying to make sort of like allusions to to the uh you know the the whole uh flooding the black community with crack cocaine and ruining the community because he's got this whole big theory about how like flooding guns into the inner city is is going to to wipe them out but the the n-word is always like just a means to the end disposable yeah he says he's basically like he's the (laughs) nice he's the bad guy from uh, machete whoever that guy was it's that same character oh it's a jeff fahey was right but i mean it's it's that same character trope yeah that same like yeah, no, it's it's awful. Oh, it's it's not like the uh, what the fuck is the name of the or Robert Vaughn in, from Booty Tang in uh, in uh, fuck, what is it, Black Dynamite? What is that shit called? The malt liquor? Do you remember Gogs? Oh fuck, some some about is some is some sort of snake? God damn it! Oh, um, but is it that plot? Like the three the hard way plot? Like, yeah, like basically, just, yeah, okay. we're gonna rule. Like it's it's I'm gonna make money and destroy their community at the same time. It's yeah. A yeah. And then, God, I don't even know. Gunfight like ensues. Yeah, gunfight. 50 Cent gets shot. Angel saves him. 50 Cent's crew all gets killed. Angel saves 50 Cent so he can kill him himself. He reveals that one of the wait- one of the waitresses killed in the gunfight at the beginning was Val Kilmer's wife. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's, like, the big reveal that nobody could give a shit about. Well, like, earlier in the movie, like, he kept calling this phone number and he kept getting this outgoing message. And you just assume it's like his wife who isn't picking up the phone because she wants nothing to do with him. And then you find out that she died earlier because of 50 Cent, and then you realize you still don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's Anaconda malt liquor, my dad. Thank you. Then Angel's about to kill 50 Cent. James Remar shoots Angel. And then we just basically close on a scene of 50 Cent. It's like a split screen, isn't it? 50 Cent is in prison, and Angel is meeting his daughter, or yeah. picking up his daughter. Yeah, he became the he became the chief of police. <laughs> He's now the president of the United States. <laughs> and that's it. 
I didn't stick around to see if there are any post credits. <laughs> yeah, uh, you didn't stick around for the Gunverse tease. Yeah, yeah. The, um, man, did this movie suck? So Gog said something on the text about it, like one of the production companies being like tax shelter films or whatever. It literally <laughs> is. The one I saw, the one that I, I didn't see that one. I noticed one that said uh, Cheetah Vision Films. <laughs> but I gotta find. I gotta find the name of this one production company. Hold on, stand by. Like you know that Fifty Cent's got the worst production company names. Yeah, um, like this movie is like. I God, you know, if if people went back and listened to every episode and heard all the times I've said like I can't believe a movie this short was this long. But again, I can't. It is a, though. I'm, like I can't believe a movie is an hour and twenty two minutes, and like I didn't watch the credits, so I saved like five minutes there. Basically, this movie is like an hour and fifteen minutes, and it's just was, like oppressively boring. They were stretching it to feature. Like, was it one of those kind of things? It did feel like. It just felt like I don't know. I think the reason it feels so long is because there's nothing interesting happening, like ever. It's just a collection of scenes, like nothing really matters. You don't care about anyone, not in the least. No, like they're trying to make like if they're trying to make Fifty Cent at all like redeemable or like or like 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 an antihero or they don't do it at all. Oh, here it is. One. This is the name of the production company. One Twenty Tax Credit Finance. <laughs> uh, shockingly, this guy that directed this has done nothing but music videos. So, oh, has he done a bunch of Fifty Cent music videos? He has. Yes. Oh, surprise, surprise! It doesn't look like is, he's made any other films. He's only is it made Hype Williams. No, it's Jesse Terrio. Um, so yeah, shout out to Jesse Terrio. Uh, speaking of Hype Williams, I'm shocked that we have not reviewed Belly at some point. It's come up several times. I would say we need to do a DMX month. It can be like Belly, Romeo Must Die. You um, keep saying that. Stop it. We don't want to watch those. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had a good... Wait, what I was legitimately my enjoyed Belly. Oh yeah, it's dark and July is hot. Like it's gonna be good. <laughs> I mean, it's That's a solid not gonna name. be good. It's a good name. Yeah, it's, it's not good. a bad name. <laughs> I uh, forgot that Jet Li and DMX did two movies together: Cradle to the Grave and Romeo Must Die. I feel like Cradle to the Grave is stylized as like Cradle to the number two, like T H A Grave, but I could be wrong. I think you're right. Um. Anyway, yeah, so uh, I don't know. You want to just do five knuckle shuffles? I feel like we'll get it all out uh, in our five knuckle shuffles because there's going to be a lot of problems with this movie. So 120 tax credit finance, I think only this is their only production ever was this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing, nothing, nothing. They they don't show up. They don't show up. This is the only thing they've ever produced. Holy shit! So Fifty Cent wrote this. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I'm surprised it didn't rhyme more. That's hilarious, and he's the only credited writer. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. I mean, oh, good on Jesus. him. I no wonder it's so bad. But he doesn't it's understand a- how characters work. I guess no, or pacing, or anything. so he wrote that sex scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's, yeah, it's we funny had sex for like an hour. You would expect like another screenwriter to like maybe help him, you know, somebody that's actually written a screenplay before, but nope, is he's the only credited writer. Will there be any nudity? Yes, you'll see my ass twice. That shit is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that makes so much sense now. He should have just fucking directed it too. Why not? Yeah, why not? This is amazing. Well, who How did you this? How does 50 Cent... Oh, that includes music videos. I just said Jesse Terrio directed it. I was just seeing if that was another... Like, it was just a... a like, that was oh, do you think it was like a Steven name. Soderbergh thing where he had to use like a nom de plume because he couldn't have so many credits? Yeah, this is the, oh, my God. <laughs> like, this guy's... This guy's I, my money says that Jesse Terrero or whatever, <laughs> um, he's such a nothing that effectively, I bet 50 Cent directed this as well. Fifty. This is fifty. Uh, this is his only writing credit. Uh, is for the like only cinema, uh, shocking, feature, absolutely feature length. Uh, to, uh, writing credit. 
this wow. movie had a ten Everything. million dollar budget. I'm sorry, what? This movie, this movie had a ten million dollar budget. That's oh my absurd. God. Where the hell did that money? Are you go? sure it's it, it's dollars it's and shelter. not like yuan or something? <laughs> oh my god! So bet, according did, according to IMDb and like the trivia, and I didn't look at uh um at like any other sources. Two things about this: Jackson routinely showed up not knowing any of his lines, nor knowing how to act. Other actors that he wrote, him. he wrote. <laughs> Other actors, other actors had to teach him blocking on the fly. <laughs> and Jackson took full writing credit, although he never wrote a single oh. word of the script. The script was rewritten by multiple oh, writers, okay. including the director, who did not take a credit. So that's funny. That's even better. So he, like, didn't, he didn't write it. He just took the credit for it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's amazing. Do you think... like? The fact that it's like 120 tax credit finance or whatever, do you think there was like, do you think 50 Cent was like in tax troubles? Like, listen, we got to figure out a way to get you out of these taxes. How quickly can we make a movie? <laughs> I mean, maybe. We'll sink 10 million of that, call it a loss, write it off, you'll be okay. Yeah, I, it's, it's fucking crazy. $10 million. Are you serious? Like, this movie looks King like. Wolf cost one. This movie looks like dog shit. I well, cannot believe it. It's ten million. That's why it's a tax shelter. Yeah, it cost ten million, but it probably cost like half a mil. Yeah, it's and he saved nine and a half million dollars from the IRS. It's crazy. All right, yeah. five knuckle shuffle time. Uh, Gogs zero. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like this movie uh, is wholly irredeemable. Like this is this. I want my four dollars back. I don't think. Oh, I you didn't subscribe to the Urban Channel on uh, the on uh, Amazon? No, it's available. It's available on Amazon as well. No, this That's movie was. Uh, it's it's just so. Like it's not even like Val Kilmer. The fact I feel bad for Val Kilmer. Like I don't know. I like should we send him? Should we start a GoFundMe? Like I don't know what's going on, but sure like he's doing all right. I hope so, but like this, like he's he is asleep. This whole movie. <laughs> yeah. I I don't care about anyone in this movie. Um, you would think that this movie might get a bump because Anna Lynn McCord would like check all my boxes, but she doesn't. What do I know her from? She looked familiar. Uh Nip Tuck, I guess. I don't. I looked her uh, up too. Like, yeah, I, I used to watch. She has a show. bunch of acting credits, but I've never. I don't. I just know her name. I don't know her from anything. She the transporter too. Ah. Uh, She's terrible in it. 50 Cent's terrible in it. Val Kilmer's asleep. James Remar, God bless him, is trying, but he's got nothing to work with. The ATF guys are like that, like, like high school actors at our at what we grew up with were had better delivery. Like this movie's just and there's no one's likable. You don't give a shit. Like this movie's just awful. Like it wants to be, I guess, some sort of gun toting Scarface, but you just don't care. And like, none of the characters are likable, and none of their motivations make sense. Yeah, so, I mean, it's funny to find out that apparently nobody really wrote this movie because that's why it relies so heavily on all the cliches because it's nothing. There's nothing to it. You like, know what I mean? Like, like, if you're Val Kilmer, why don't you just, the second you see 50 Cent, why don't you just murk him? And then that's that. Yeah, why did he feel the need to like go like a deep cover? Like it doesn't really make it. And then they try to do the thing where it's, you know, they do it you've seen in a 100 movies where like the guy that's the rat starts to feel bad that he's the rat and then is divided on his loyalty. But he's not. He's never he's not. remotely. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then so uh I guess I can't pass it to Sean. So I'm going to give it a 3 nice. based on your review. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like without having James actually having yeah, to watch I, it, you're gonna be able I, to give it a three. I can picture James Remar really trying, and I can picture Val Kilmer just being in like pickup shots where he's sitting down a lot. That's I don't know if is. I'm right on that. Yeah, you like are the, the Steven Seagal direct to video maneuver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except um, in this, the only thing that that I want to add to that is Val Kilmer is dressed hilariously, like he's trying to look like. Like a street tough, and he just looks like an old man that like, like stole his, like it yeah, he like sense. stole his like, grandfather's clothes. Like it's so, very strange. Uh, Alec, 
Um, one. Gracious. I, like I try not to give out zeros too too often, so they don't lose their meaning. Yeah, um, dog. But God, go. like this movie sucked. <laughs> like I said, I think I said already. Like I was slightly excited when TJ not excited but happy. He picked it because it was an hour and twenty two minutes. But man, that's a long hour and twenty two minutes. Maybe the longest of my life. So. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie sucks, man. Like Cheetah Vision Productions, like you got to do better. We let you down. <laughs> you got to do better than this. Uh, yeah, like I don't feel bad for Val Kilmer, but like, what happened to him? Yeah, like, he got I, think, I think I think I think Sean said like he's doing fine. I'm sure, unless he blew all his money like a pro athlete. But I mean, it's worse that like we saw him at his absolute peak, and then this. And yeah, true. I almost I, I sent you guys a thing in the text, but he made another like Wyatt Earp movie recently that I oh, kind of I saw the thing you sent where he, he plays, plays, plays Wyatt, Wyatt Earp. Earp. <laughs> Good for him. It looks awful. Like it looks god awful. It looks like somebody was like, "Hey, we can get Val Kilmer, and we'll try to like fool people into thinking this is Tombstone." Well, he's going to be in Top Gun Maverick, so I'm excited about that. Whenever that comes out, it's a shame we already watched the Jay and Silent Bob reboot because he's in that. Oh Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Um, he was in- yeah, this like I can't. I, there's nothing redeemable about this movie. Like maybe if you if they were able to figure out a way for you to give a shit about somebody, but you don't give a shit about anyone. Like you just want the movie to end. Yeah, I agree. Um, TJ. Uh, I give it a zero also. This movie sucks. It's a zero for me, dog. Um, I was really expecting it to be fun because, like, the first, like, 15 minutes are hilarious. Like, I was laughing really hard. But then it just, like, again, if you're going to be really terrible, just lean into being stupid as shit. And I thought that's what we were going to get. You know, you had that ridiculous shootout in the club, then followed by the ridiculous gun trade thing which was hilarious then immediately followed by the sex scene which was amazing I was like oh this is going to be great and then it just tries to be like a real movie and it's like no play to your strengths like go back to being stupid as hell and funny um, but now it's bad uh, 50 Cent is a terrible actor he has no charisma Val Kilmer is beyond asleep like I don't even he he's in scenes but he's not really doing anything he's the Steven Seagal comparison is apt. He, he felt like Steven Seagal in this. Just kind of, like, almost all his scenes, he's just kind of sitting somewhere. And it's just, I don't know, it's just trash. Trash movie. I mean, he maybe has, like, what, 20 lines in the whole thing? Maybe. If that. Most of it, most of it is, like, reaction shots of it where he's not making any kind of emotional face. Oh, you it's guys like, should have accidentally watched my movie because he's, like... Not only is he like the focus of the movie, but he's speaking in his hilarious New Orleans accent. Nolan. Nolan. Yeah. yeah oh is well. his last name is his name something Devereaux? There is a Devereaux in it. I was just gonna say everybody has like a stereotypical like LaCroix Devereaux big daddy name. Does he, does he do any of the Steven Seagal Cajun shadow Garon Fernando shadow? No, no he, he doesn't go full on <laughs> under siege, but like that's a level most people can aspire to. Um, yeah, well, you know, maybe, maybe next time we'll watch that one. I don't <laughs> So this movie gets a zero, a zero, a one, and a three by proxy. <laughs> <laughs> so whose pick is it next week? Who's already gone? Me and... Next week is Gog's birthday pick. Oh, that's right. It's your birthday pick. Pick something good. Are you staying on the- are you staying on theme? I don't think I'm gonna st- I don't know yet. I honestly don't know yet. I I don't know. I'll think about it. I'll text you guys. All right. We're not gonna watch Cube Hypercube or whatever. We might watch Cube Zero. <laughs> the origin of Cube. I'm gonna be lost because I've never seen the first cube. Well, it's a prequel. Oh. So now you've seen the real first cube. I'll, I'll figure out something. I'll, I'll figure if we're staying on theme or not. Nice. Uh, all right. 
Well, that's a show. We might, watch, we might watch Blood in the Streets and then and Sean has to watch Gun. <laughs> I'll watch Way of the Gun by accident. I like that movie. That movie's really good. You know what? You- I'm just gonna I'm gonna do us all a favor. We're watching Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Okay. Sweet. We're gonna that's stay on theme and watch a good movie. That's well, that's movie. dope because even if I fuck up and watch the wrong movie, I've already seen this one a million times. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, you got anything to plug, Gox? Uh, no. Just yeah, my butt. <laughs> all right, everybody, go eat your own ass. Uh, send all your MAGA hats to Sean. He's recycling them. <laughs> mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did you put that ladder match? All right. Ladder match. All right. <laughs> <laughs>